pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Baby, 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 ooh. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a programme about video games and Justin Bieber. Yay! I bet you two are gutted, aren't you? Isn't it going on now? Well, you say that, Simon. We'll come to that. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scanford And guess where Anne and I have just come from? Oh, right. (laughs) Did you? Did you go and see him turn the lights on? He he lit up our lives. Did he? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks, God. I look forward to hearing all about that. You will be. Over the next (laughs) hour, we are going to be talking about video games and the experience Anne Scantlebury and I have just had going to Westfield, London to watch Justin Bieber turn on the Christmas lights. He really did turn them on, didn't he? I have never heard such a noise. Right. Did he get any of his elderly fans pregnant? Did have to say when some girls came on stage, going to need a paternity test, going to need a paternity <laughs> test. I'm pretty sure. We couldn't really tell what he was saying because there was so it's much all, screaming. It's all skin and oil. But I was, I was lip reading and I think he said, I love you, rest in peace. <laughs> well, to you or to one of the to, ladies? To the whole crowd. Wow. <laughs> so I think we're all coming down with Bieber fever. Okay. So over the next hour, video games. Yes. That, that'll conclude it, most yeah, of mostly. it for Bieber. Uh, we have three features. Three, right. three features. <laughs> Come on. What are they first? <laughs> well, we're getting enthusiastic about stuff. No, I'm not telling you. Okay. I'm not telling you. Three. You'll find out later in the show. One of them made me laugh earlier. Wow, that's unusual, isn't it? Okay, so at least one of the one of the three is going to be a hit. Okay. Uh, we have music, brilliant Three. music, and we also have... We've got, a, we've, we've got a packed studio, haven't we, this evening? It's a zoo. It's rammed. It is a zoo. Well, we've got our official guests, who are Ollie Clark-Smith and Phil Crabtree from Quarter Circle Punch Gameworks. Hello. Boys, hello. Hello. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. Good. <laughs> yeah, we'll be chatting to you in detail later. We've also got um, a bike show spy lurking. Yeah. Uh, Jen, hello. Hello. What, what are you doing here? Just keeping an eye on things. So you were, oh, you really? were just oh, on... really? I was just on air, correct? And now you want to be on air again? Well, I didn't want to be, but thank you for having me on air. 
Well, apparently she's here to to watch the on the on the. Uh, we haven't the, kidnapped her. It's sounded a bit like we've kidnapped. <laughs> Didn't want well, to be here, but here I am, and I'm going to make the best of it. Well, it's a little disconcerting with her sort of sat over our shoulders. Mm. So let's watch Jack ride from now on. <laughs> let's, let's just ride behind Jack next week. Okay. <laughs> All excited! It's got gangsters in it. The new one. Hey, imagine that bold reimagining. Can you revive it? And and in this game, going to be pursuing the almighty dollar. Just like Rockstar, cash. Oh. Um. So I sat on the internet watching the countdown. I I, (laughs) I know. I surprised myself. (laughs) I was like, and I was getting a bit sick of uh, of everybody banging on about it. So um, I tweeted, "Can we all?" Like, let's all just assume that we've seen the trailer, don't bother retweeting it again, and then that got loads of retweets. And then I found myself, like, an hour, I was like, okay, an hour to go, and it counted down, 45 minutes, and then I was there, and then, like, everybody in the office sort of stopped as well, and, uh, yeah, it counted down to zero, and then it just said, video not available. Like, literally, <laughs> like, and it had been counting down for days, hadn't it? And then I saw that there was a Twitter stream of people that were watching it, and I couldn't, and, yeah. I, you are listening to One Life Left, the best of Simon Byron's Twitter feeds. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I still haven't watched it. Is that what? That's deliberate. Well, I figured that I would learn as much from seeing other people talk about it and speculate as to what's in it as okay. I would from forming an opinion myself. Fifty things we learned from the trailer. Yeah, is on it's going to have gangsters in is it. it. There'll probably be cash money. C- um, fi- here are the cars in the trailer. There'll I saw be a one. clumsy sniper rifle. Exactly. Uh, oh, um, you can do crop farming. Oh, really? Push Y to crop farm. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, it was interesting that you picked up and that it's that they didn't announce any format, so I didn't even think about that. I just assumed they did, but they didn't. Just assumed PlayStation yeah. Three. Mm. What did you boys think? Quarter Circle Punch Game Works. It didn't show much of anything. Right. It just showed California GTA. Uh, I, I was watching the countdown as well and expected to see something magnificent. But so, do you think they were a victim of their own hype? I don't think necessarily a victim. They're going to do very well out of it. Wow. Uh, and I'm sure it's going to be great. If they're victims of their own hype and we are contributing wow. to that hype right now, does We're that make us murderers? <laughs> <laughs> the iPhone has been voted the top product to have shaped video games. That comes from a London Games Conference survey of a thousand video game pros. The iPhone came in above the Wii, Xbox Live, the PS1 and Steam. Steve Jobs was also voted the number one person to have shaped video games ahead of Valve's Gabe Newell, Shigeru Miyamoto, that dude that invented the internet and Mark Zuckerberg. No mention of One Life Left anywhere. Disappointing. I think this is fair? I thought this was rubbish. Mm, yeah, let's I have a debate. A, oh, shall we? Well, let's, well, let's take a survey of, uh, of the five, six people in this studio. Mm-hmm. Right, what do we think about this story? 
you can't do a survey. <laughs> what are we meant to do? Put up our hands? Yeah, go on. Doesn't work on radio. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I th- it, which is an odd, thi- an odd thing. I don't believe... I'd like to see the working behind this survey. Well, they, they asked a thousand people. I, I don't think they did. Really? <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it. I just okay, don't believe it. It's fair for you yeah. to not believe Skeptical. it. That's okay. Yeah. So, who do you think has shaped video games more than Steve Jobs? And what device do you think has had more of an effect on video games than the iPhone? What would would have been your answer if you were one of the thousand? Consider Anne to be asking you... I've got a clipboard here, Simon. Okay. What would you put down as your your top person? Would you just draw something in the cap? (laughs) Something rude? That's a good question. Yeah, I stumped that, but... (sighs) You see, Steve Jobs didn't invent the iPhone or the iPhone games, did he? Well... I don't know, because I haven't read his biography. But he might have done. He obviously played a part in um, in shaping that company, and that company went on to... Yeah. But it's all quite new, isn't it? I would have expected something... He's got the a... sympathy vote. Let's be honest about this, <laughs> shall we? Simon! <laughs> what? <laughs> you cannot speak ill of the dead. That wasn't ill. No, it's, <laughs> good to, yeah. it's good to have sympathy for someone. But no, I, I don't think that's fair. I think that if you if you can't name a, be- a device or a, or, or a person that shaped video gaming more than this, then I'm afraid you lose. Do I? Well, that's what happens in the debate. One person wins, one person loses. Okay, I've so. not given it that much thought. I but there are there are um, greater pioneers. Okay, look at the list. Yes. So you've got um, Gabe Newell with Which, Steam. Sh- first, the person who invented the, the dude who invented the internet. Yeah, oh, the person who invented humans. Oh, right. That, <laughs> so what are you resorting to now, Steve, as part of this debate? Religion. <laughs> Turns out we've all massively misunderstood the Nintendo Wii was never meant to be a casual game console. Speaking to Investor CEO Satoru Iwata admitted a failure in explaining to customers the full scope of the Wii and the DS. He continued that while the company still intends to go for gaming population expansion, he believes that there are other ways to go about it than releasing titles for casual or light users. Looks like all them Nintendogs are going to be sent straight back to Bad Sea Dogs home. Yeah, very clever strategy, saying, actually, we didn't mean just them, we meant everyone. That's our strategy. We're going to sell games to everyone. I wasn't really listening. I was trying to think of people in the games industry. <laughs> David Braben, he's done that. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Elite? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and Better than any game Steve Jobs ever wrote. That wasn't the question. Shaped the industry. Created the first sandbox game, didn't he? <laughs> Did he? Let's say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so okay, so, and some of that story for the benefit of those people who weren't listening. Uh, the Wii and the DS weren't, weren't supposed to be for casual gamers. They said, what, dropping the prices to £89 of the yeah. Wii? Uh, in Asda. In Asda, yeah. No, so basically, because um, do you remember the story? Well, you probably don't, but we had a story a couple of weeks ago that was, oh, yeah, uh, we're going to target casual gamers with the... Uh, with the new new platforms, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and now they're saying, well, actually, everything's for everyone. Don't worry about it. Don't worry your pretty little head about it, Simon. Right. I'm certainly not concerned. Okay. I'm a little worried about 3DS, though, I have to say. Are you? Yeah. Hmm. There's a two-time investor into that hardware. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, well, I bought one for a friend. I say a friend, I mean a thief. <laughs> 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 but, I, but I hope he's enjoying playing with my, with my me. Hmm. I haven't heard of... Um, heard much around the 3DS recently. So. Well, it's a big week next week, isn't it, for uh, Super Mario 3D? Oh, Looking okay. forward to that. Then two weeks later, Mario Kart. Mm. Five out of ten an edge. And Crush as well. well. Yeah, have they announced a date for that? I don't know. It's good. It's got a good <laughs> script. I heard. <laughs> I wrote. Sony 
wants to know how moist your hands are. The company has filed a patent for biometric game controllers, which can measure your skin moisture, heart rate, and muscle movement, much like the fabled Wii Vitality. A number of uses were listed in the patent, including changing the difficulty of the game depending on the player's stress levels and making a sniper shot less accurate if the player is shaking. Don't worry, guys, we've got the Valium on standby. Wait, the... What happened to that? The Wii Valley. That was just a heartbeat thing, wasn't it? I, this is more yeah. sophisticated. But did that come out? That uh, didn't come out, no, did no, it? Didn't they, they, they showed it. Imagine E3. that. Imagine that. Something in the games industry being shown and then not actually coming out. Sure, but they made a big fuss about it. A big Nintendo fuss. usually do follow Got through nervous, on their promises, they? don't they? Yeah, yeah. They, they tested their own heart rate and went, whoa. whoa. <laughs> 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 this is all a bit real now. <laughs> yeah. um, I like the idea of this. I, really? uh, yeah, we read a lot about patents and all that sort of stuff, don't we? And a lot of them are. Nonsense sometimes, but yeah, I think this this could be pretty good. Yeah. So what happened to the Wii one though? It's got it's dead. But why? It's, they, it's why it's have not they for everyone, or is it for everyone? Why have they not followed through on it? If Sony has something gone, actually, that's a good idea. We'll have that. Yoink. Well, they could be patent trolling, couldn't they? In, in the right, first right. instance. Uh, but yeah, that no, sounds good. I like, I like the idea of it sort of measuring his sweat. I like, yeah. I, uh, yeah, and it says if if your hands are getting sweaty, then your um, character on the screen will start sweat will start dripping down them. God. Do you think it'll be able to tell what we taste like? <laughs> <laughs> how, how would that affect the gameplay? No, it wouldn't. Simon? What? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, some people really don't like queuing. In order to avoid the masses at tonight's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 midnight launch, some French dudes hijacked a truck containing 6,000 copies of the game. According to Eurogamer, on Sunday morning, the men crashed into a van just outside of Paris, sprayed the drivers with tear gas and drove off with the loot. It's going to take them ages to play all of them. That's what we should have done to get into the Justin Bieber hardcore. Driven. A truck full of Biebers into <laughs> the Westfield. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll work on this. Okay, do. First thing, Anne, I don't think you need to put According to Eurogamer in any of your news <laughs> reports. Okay, can you just take that as Just read? assume. Yeah. yeah. Second thing, uh, there was scepticism in the office today about this. PR stunt, some people thought. In the office? Mm. Was this water cooler chat? It was water cooler chat, really? yeah. Well, okay. I say, we, we, we were emailing each other because we were actually socialising. Emailing while <laughs> it's like drinking it. some whiskey from underneath your desk. Have you seen this? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you don't think it happened? Well, well, I'm just saying there was speculation. I think it, I think it did happen, presumably. You know what the French are like. It was a bit ambiguous, though, in the story where they were like, they didn't, we weren't certain what was in the truck, but we think it was probably Modern Warfare. How can you not be certain? What, the thieves or Eurogamer? The thieves. The Eurogamer are denying this, aren't they? What, they're denying that they knew anything exactly. about it? Exactly, we don't know what it was. They, they all said whilst they were playing <laughs> Call of Duty in French. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. You get to resurrect the, the Halo game, joke, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Excellent. Is that it, Anne? That's it. Thanks, Anne. One life left, video game news with Anne Scantleberry. <laughs>
listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a show about video games. Imagine that. And Justin Bieber. Occasionally. We're a bit excited. Simon yeah. isn't. But as One Life Left is a democracy, yeah. we're all excited. Mm. Mm. Who's this, Steve? Uh, this is CC Ivory. And what's the song called? It's the top one on the list on the right. Here? Yeah. I'm not reading that app. <laughs> That's a, that's a massive acronym. DRMSEQNS. I reckon you say it. That's rude. DRM Sequins, I think. Yeah, it's good. DRM Sequins. It's from 8Bit Collective. You can find their website at 8BC.org. If you want to go to our website, you can go to www.1lifeleft.com. If you want to send us any letters about video games or Justin Bieber, you can email them to team at onelifeleft.com. And if you want to join in the One Life Left chat, which is going on right now, you can do so. tinyurl.com slash OLLchat. And if you want to find out how we do stuff, you can just hang out in the studio. Jen, how's it going? It's going great, guys. Good job. Did you like it when Steve just took his top off during that, <laughs> during that last track? If I'm honest, that's the main reason I stayed. Right. Hey, you see, did you hey, have the way that he sort of hey. dwelled when he was looking at the internet to find out who that was? He had top half on, half off. Yeah. You see, it's a, it's a clever interview technique. You do that. You know how you, people say, oh, I'm a bit nervous about interviews, you know, and they say, just imagine them naked right. and it'll be fine. Right. I found it's actually better to take to off your it. clothes. They right. are far more scared of you than you will ever be of them. Ollie and Phil, can you take your clothes off? We're a bit nervous about <laughs> interviewing you. <laughs> How's it going? There are strict broadcasting rules about that. Not on radio. <laughs> nope. Not on radio. Webcam's been turned off. <sighs> no one knows what you're up to. Uh, so how's it going? Good, thanks. Yeah, Tell good. us a bit about Quarter Circle Punch. So we make uh, an iPhone game. We, we have made one iPhone game so far. Okay. Uh, we're doing it in our spare time. Uh, I work in game development during the day. Phil works in web development. Right. And uh, in our spare time, we uh, knock together a little game. How did you two meet? We've known each other for, for about 13 years. We were friends in school, um, and we've just kind of kept in touch since then. And he was the best man at my wedding, so we've all been, you know, oh, that's been nice. really good. Yeah. That's we're nice. Close friends. Go so has this always angle. been the dream, to go solo with a project? Is it solo if there's two of them? It's not, is no, it? No, it's not. Go duo. duo. <laughs> Two's up. <laughs> uh, kind of. We've had a go before, and okay. that failed. So uh, Try again? Had, yeah, had another crack at it, and this time it worked. And so, o- Ollie, do you work at EA? Yes. Right. Kind of for so, a week. Right. Well, so you, you, you're there for one week longer. Yes. Because on your press release, which is it's a very funny press release about your game Wanton Fifty One, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, you say, uh, yeah, our artist and designer is a professional game designer who is about to lose his job at EA due to a studio closer. Closure. Very honest way of putting things, isn't it? <laughs> Gets attention. Yeah, because yeah. it happens so much in video games that it's I just... I suppose, yeah, it's... I know, but people tend not to sort of to be honest about it, do they? Mm, yeah. So you've got another week there and then, what, this full time? Uh, well, until I find another job. Uh, I, I need to find another... If anyone wants a, a talented, good-looking game designer, <laughs> hit me up. So what... Um, Maybe we need a job section. Maybe That will do. let people... People take One Life Left seriously, then, yeah. don't they? Oh. We do. We need, like, in, you know, in, in MCV, they have the sort of moving on section. It's always this person's going there, a little picture of them. Yeah. We could take some voice samples of people just yeah. to, you know, make them sound beautiful. <laughs> Pictures. <laughs> could do. Okay. And then. Is I... that because you're looking for a job? No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that! <laughs> Get yourself on NTV or develop. Uh, so, um, once on 51, it's, it's out now, is it? It's out. And yeah. how's, how's it doing? 
pretty well, actually. Uh, we, we sort of released it thinking it's not really going to go anywhere. We kind of took a took a bit of a shot in the dark, making a, a, a sort of a, a more hardcore game than the usual casual style you get on the iPhone. Uh, but yeah, we uh, a few days after released, it got featured by Apple in 509 countries, I think. There aren't that many countries. No. There are definitely not that yeah. many countries. That, that's a weird way that App Annie website reports it okay so we got <laughs> we got featured in some countries Apparently, uh, makes up countries apparently so, yes. <laughs> it means 500 places in itunes okay. so there's 500 different um, ways across the world of accessing our game whoa. anyway got featured on on the front page uh, in the us i believe so that was Brilliant. really cool we, we're really excited about that reviews have been pretty strong and yeah we're, we're really really pleased with how it's gone for tell us a little bit about it we, we've made some assumptions here i.e that uh, people know what we're talking about Just tell us a brief synopsis on it is a top-down shooter yeah. uh, done in pixel art. Uh, you have to, you're going down the screen, and you have to dodge buildings that appear randomly in front of you, and you have to shoot enemies, and bosses will appear, and you are attempted to get as high a score as possible before you die. It's an infinite running game, like Cannibal. So, which of you... So, you're a two-man team. Mm-hmm. Is this code and art split that way? Yeah. Or did you get any other help on it? No, it's pretty much all of you. All us. We, Did the sound as well? Yeah, I, I, I sat there on my iPad and, and coded. Well, I didn't code the sound. I made the sound. I, I hit some <laughs> some drums and hit some some pianos and made some noises. And yeah, I, I basically did the code, uh, the sound, and Ollie did the art, the design. And okay. that was it, really. You've got loads of skills between it. Do you think we could make a game? No. Well, I don't. Don't prejudice their opinion. <laughs> I mean, you know, it seems quite easy, and there are only two of you. And there's, there's three of us. Exactly. But what skills have we it... got? We, we don't have many. Well, well, you've got some certificates for singing. Yeah. We found out about that last week. Hey, the iPad uh, and iPhone have got a um, an accelerometer in them, haven't they? Yes. So, so that could tell whether the person holding it is in a vertical or horizontal state. Or if they have turned... Well, whether they've been pushed over. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. We could do that. We Whoa. could do. I'm not sure if someone needs to know they've been pushed over. <laughs> you have been pushed over. So, uh, this is your first I- iOS game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the experience has been a good one. How, how have you gone out and got it noticed? And So, we have had some help in getting it out there. Uh, Rachel helped us out. Uh, she went ahead and uh, found a load of people to email. And... Uh, Obviously, you guys were one of them. It's uh, Rachel. She is uh, my lovely lady friend. Right. And she's very good Rachel. at, uh, at PR and, oh, and promo okay. and community stuff. So she's been helping on the so Twitter. That's important. The Did you go get out with Rachel. her because of that to get it done for free? One of the many reasons. Right. Okay, so we, we need lovely lady friends. Get a Rachel. Get a Rachel. Okay. Add that to the list. Okay. And then you just have to get out and speak to people. Uh, uh, forums, uh, community, whatever you can do. If only we had a vehicle exactly. that allowed <laughs> us to speak to as many as a dozen people. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that's really it. Um, and you, you probably don't want to go into specifics, but sales how, how have they been? Better than expected. We expected to do you know sell one to each of our friends, <laughs> and then go to zero the next day. But we we sold about eighty eight on the first day. Okay. That dropped significantly on the second day, and then it rocketed up, and then it's been consistent. Uh, for a week, and now it's starting to drop off right. as, as it stops being featured on iTunes. That really helps her getting featured on iTunes, doesn't it? Yeah. What, what was your highest chart position? I don't know. That uh, when yeah, when you go browsing in the iTunes store on your phone, it was something like 175 maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the front page of the actual iTunes thing, you run on your desktop, it was featured in New and Noteworthy. Uh, so. A lot of people, when they opened up iTunes and went to the App Store, they would see it straight away. It's about eight down, I think, something like mm, that. Right. But, yeah. 
How much does it cost? 69p. That's good. And is there a light version? Are you, are you going to do a light version? We're not doing a light version, right. unfortunately. We are putting out an update soon to fix some Twitter bugs that happen with iOS 5, and there will be a content, content update soon as well. Cool. OK, magnificent. We'll have some music, and we'll be back after this with the letters. There's been a case of misattribution. Has there? Yeah, which is slightly annoying because I got drunk on Saturday. The reason I know I was drunk is because I checked my Twitter feed in the morning and it was full of Kelly Clarkson lyrics. Right. Misattributed to Radiohead and the Arcade Fire. (laughs) Which was a funny joke at the time but cost me 15 followers. Anyway. Your follow account, you can't be. (laughs) I can't be too careful. Two left. So, uh, it turns out that song that we fussed about the title of wasn't that, which well, I was slightly confused about it. Right, and I was not as confused as I was trying to read it out. Uh, yeah, I'm very, called, very then? sorry. That song earlier was called Show Dinosaurs the Internet okay. and Become Their King. It's by Matt Wilson. It is. And this one is, um, this one's Forest. Okay. By Transduce. And we'll play the song we talked about earlier. With all the letters. Later. 
if that makes sense. So, Jen, how's it, how's it going so far? Can we have a quick update? Yeah, yeah, it's really good to have yeah, you in yeah, the studio. Yeah, you know, enjoy it. I think you know, Steve's we, raised his game, actually. We were, we were actually here. a bit worried about it, weren't we? We thought you were just a bike show spy here to get some information about us and then leave. And actually, you've been treated to some really quality uh, radio, haven't you? I have, yeah. indeed. It's wonderful. It's I good. Know. It's good it's to have you here. It's good for the entire show. Wait, what? what? <laughs> it's true. It's true. I have to depart. Why? I have a place to be. Interesting. <laughs> so what, so you, you're bored, aren't you? No, not at all. How could I be bored with such a wonderful show? I'll tell you what I thought was interesting. Was during that track, Jen said, oh, she said, I'm really sorry. Uh, I didn't realise. I, you know, I thought this was a half hour radio show, as if that's, you know, in your experience, that's what radio shows are. Just, <laughs> just half an I hour. I have a very short attention span. <laughs> Charming. <laughs> If we if we stay with the mics open, Jen can't leave. <laughs> That's actually true. Where are you supposed to be? Beautiful downtown Hackney. Well, you won't be there. Who are you supposed to be meeting? Uh, someone. <laughs> It's oh. going to be Jack, isn't it? <laughs> it, it yeah, She's first notes. hand report. No, yeah. Have you written anything down? No. Yeah. No. Don't need to all up here, is it? It is all up here. You bike show people. Two weeks ago, One Life Left in episode one six one, you were talking about Christmas number ones and comparing it to the music industry. That got me thinking. There are mainstays of Christmas music and movies played on loop for two months, but not video games. Why not? I wish there was a game that I could play that got me into the holiday spirit. Or better one, better yet, one I wanted to play every year to get me into the holiday spirit. I've come up with the, play, with the game I want to play. It's called Santa Takes Manhattan. It's a stealth action platformer where you play as Santa and have to break into people's apartments in New York City and deliver... Uh, presence without being discovered. That's the game I want to play, says Creighton. And I would play every year. What is your ideal Christmas game on Life Left? Sounds a little creepy, that, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds amazing. It sounds, I, you know, I, I take issue with what he said at the start. I think people do play Mario 64, don't they? You get excited yeah. about the snow level. Yeah. It's very Christmas morning because it's that new console feeling. Yeah. But people get their wheeze out at Christmas as well, don't they? It's nice to see it again. Yes. Well, it's, it's you know... It's, it's family. The, it's for the family. family. Family family entertainment. So, I don't know. Is there a, is there a ideal Christmas, Christmas game, game for well, Increasingly, it seems to be modern warfare, doesn't it? Or call it, whatever Call of Duty's mm, out. Mm, snow level in GoldenEye, maybe? Snow, isn't it? Any game with snow in SSX. That's a Christmas game. You're bored of this question, aren't you? I can't think of... I, you just can't think of an answer. No. Okay, fair enough. I'm trying to move on without highlighting that, if that's all right. No, 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 let's highlight it. Let's draw attention Ben Hall writes in, hello team, plus super special guests. Have you seen that MTV has their latest list of 30 under 30 on their website? Usually this descends into Simon telling us which of the 30 he'd be prepared to allow onto his casting couch with tops off, but I'm more concerned that this year that EOTS, brackets enemy of the show, Brammers from Eurogamer is on the list. Brammers. Who is he trying to kid? There is no way that Brammers is under 30 and he's definitely <laughs> not 27. I suspect that, as per Eurogamer policy, they've deliberately underscored his age. <laughs> <laughs> like when Parco incorrectly marked Uncharted, 2, Uncharted 3 down by 20%, from 10 out of 10 to 8 out of 10. Inflating his age by the Eurogamer coefficient of 1.25, I've calculated that Brammers' actual age is 33 and 3 quarters, which means he should be disqualified and Anne should be allowed back in. Cheerio, yeah. Ben Hall. It's true, and if it's fact, if it's, if it's facts plus maths equals <laughs> me back in the 30 yeah. under 30, how did I ever even get in there? You were once under 30. I, I remain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 30 anymore. Um, are we going to get him out? 
we're going to get Brammers out. Well, out him. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's call him out. Over let's call him out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dear team, um, oh, I feel like this needs a backstory about Twitter. Do the backstory. That's true. So one of our our friends of the show and and sometimes contributors, Ed Jefferson, got famous this week. (laughs) Isn't he? Internet terrorist, Ed Jefferson. Yeah, he became internet famous because Ed had created a Twitter account by the name of Shippen's Paste, which went viral. Uh, Shippen's Paste was an intern working at Shippen's Paste. What is Shippen's Paste? Uh, it's a type of meat and fish spread. And Ed uh, pretended to be an intern working there trying to social mediaize their brand. And it was funny. It was he funny. He did it for a few weeks and then it got shut down by Shippen's, by Prince's, <laughs> who were a bit scared that he was uh, he was going rogue. Well, going rogue. He was already rogue. Yeah. Uh, and then he became famous, trended for a day, did an article for The Guardian. And we wondered how we could possibly monetize the fact that he is a contributor to the show, get a piece of that action, and we got a letter. So, uh, dear team OLL, the elevator pitch, a range of One Life Left branded high-energy paste-based snacks aimed at British British gamers, with Ed as executive social media community manager. While the American gamer is well-fed by the likes of Gamer Grubs, Action Pizza, and Gamer Foods, Nuts of Destruction, there are no proper, decent, honest, extreme snack foods for your average British oik. Enter the One Life Left line of snack spreads uh, Chucky Deviled Egg Good Grand Theft Ox Tongue 5 <laughs> Batman <laughs> Coronation Chicken Yeah uh, it's a, a valuable transmedia marketing opportunity too. Not forgetting, of course the core line of roast turkey and scantleberries uh, black, black side peas and steam steamed ham um, Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry that Ed will be forced to return to a joke as an earnest commercial venture and will grow to loathe it. You and himself over OLL Pace, but we all know that grinding ideas into the dust is the only way to make real money in this business. Oh. Love the show. Alice, thanks, thanks Alice. Thanks, Alice. So, yeah, um, listeners, if you've got any ideas of funny things that any of us or our contributors can do on Twitter, do let us know. Yeah. We'll cut you in. We'll cut you we'll in. We'll give you. Two. Ten, ten, two. Two. Two percent. Two percent. Two percent. Open to negotiation. I want half your business. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it for... No, it's we've got not. one more. Uh, we've got a, a message here from Martin Catchpole. He wants to tell us about scoring. Uh, mm, anyway. Controversial. Yeah. He says, I stumbled upon your recent work with the South London Press yesterday, namely the review of your latest Crystal Palace game, which, as anyone with interest in computer game radio shows knows, you obviously did on the side. And there's a little picture which sort of explains this, and I think it's from a newspaper, and there's just a, a nice line out there with, with a lot of number sevens on there, really. <laughs> that was so, excellent. So apparently the Crystal Palace team played the other day, and in a newspaper all got seven, seven out, out of ten. ten. Not sure. Yeah, try before you buy. Uh, fans of Crystal Palace will like this. Uh, and we've got one more left, haven't we? Yep. Uh, this is from Louis Proctor from Savvy Gamer, a fantastic website. Dear Simon, Steve, Anne, and maybe special guest, thanks for putting on a great night for us up in Nottingham. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves at One Song Left as much as we did. I'd like to borrow a few seconds of airtime to give a special thanks to whoever wrote the remix of Disco 2000 I ended up singing. That's good. It was pretty hilarious, as were all the other songs. Good job, respective OLL listeners. How are you going to top that next year? Interesting. interesting. That is interesting, isn't it? And that's why we read that letter out after the end of the jingle, because that's a good topic for discussion. It is. Let's discuss it for the next 36 minutes. Jen, what time are you supposed to be at this point? <laughs> <laughs> to be there at eight. How long does it take to get there? 
About half an hour. Does it? I'm sorry, Jen's companion. Right. So, boys, what do you think we should do at Nottingham? We've got 36 minutes to discuss. <laughs> I think I once attended one of your Nottingham things. You think? Yeah, some night in a curry house. Yes. Oh, no. yes. That's what bed. Were we in a bed? No, Bedgate. It was where we had to do pledges. Oh, we don't oh, talk, we about, talk that. about that. No, yes, we don't talk so, about that. So, no more said. Do you still have the prop from that evening? Yes, Do which you? is code for no. thank you very much for all of your letters Uh, if you want to correspond with us please do by emailing team at onelifeleft.com tweeting us at onelifeleft and other stuff do we still check Facebook? yeah lovely ding Uh, I'm Daria and this is my command market economy for the week of I'm lacking inspiration today so I'll just read out the chat and weird voices Rage. Number David. Skylander Spyro's Adventure. Number voice him. Super Fitness. Number Sim. The Sims 3 Pets. Number 6. Forward to Night Sport 4. Number Dad. Just Dance 3. Number 4. Football Manager 2012 Number 3 FIFA 12 Same thing Number 2 Batman Arkham City Number 19 Battlefield 3 I'm Daria and that was my Command Marks Economy Oh and I noticed that I always bring up the whole no sex in the Soviet Union thing and I just wanted to let you know that it's not intentional and it's not like I have a weird problem with it. Although I've just brought it up again. I'll just go now. Thanks, Daria. Cheers, Daria. Daria is our Russian correspondent giving us the latest chart news every week. Also sometimes talking about sex. I don't know why she does that. Does she? She does. Hmm. Pretending not to notice. So, uh, yeah, you were at the... Um, you were at the thing we did that we can't talk about. We also did a uh, one bed left, one snooze left. <laughs> where we, where we? Uh... I was wasn't that one night. No, that was the nightclub. What was yeah. it called? Yeah, what was the carry? We weren't because we weren't. It's called try... in bed with one life left. Oh. We were going to try and break the record for the world's longest podcast. Was that right? Was yes, that the yeah. but thankfully, thankfully it got broken two days before we were due to do it by about forty-eight hours. Yeah. That scuppered that, and instead we just invited all the listeners into bed with us, which went quite well. We did uh, one night left, which is where we had a club night and taught yeah. people how to make chip yep. music. One, what was the comedy night called? One, one, laugh, one left. laugh left. One laugh left. Yeah, where we did stand-up laughs. comedy, which was terrifying and exciting. Yeah. This year we did one song left, where we did uh, karaoke to video game tunes. We're looking for ideas for next year. So it's, we're about to enter the development phase. Oh, good. We should talk about something else other than Nottingham Game City. Well, it doesn't it mean yeah, we so. don't do anything for, for 11 months yeah. and then call in and go, can we come and sing some songs? Now, yeah. there is a video uh, we made up, we made last year of our list of demands for yeah. subsequent Nottingham Game Cities, which included one giraffe left. <laughs> I don't quite remember I don't that. what it was. Um, but yeah, having ticked off bed, uh, DJing, comedy and singing, what else is there? And that's where we need your help, listeners. And we know that you are a reticent lot, that you don't necessarily feel the need to get involved with us, because, you know, I, we get that you trust us so much. Exactly. You we think we can get through an hour on our own. 
And to some extent we can, and the reason we send begging emails on, <laughs> on begging tweets on Monday saying please send us letters is just because we want you to feel involved. But in order to make you feel more involved, we're going to offer a prize. Yes, uh, the um, Ollie and Philip very kindly offered to donate some iOS codes for the best suggestions. So, um, but before we hand over to listeners, have you got? Have you guys got any ideas? What would you, as consumers, like to see from us, your radio show? Marathon game making. Okay. Just get a bunch of. Your listeners with some game developers and just go f- making games for as long as as long as you can. One Once you sleep, left. you're out. One code left. One's <gasps> right. Oh. Okay. One Red Bull left. Yes. Sponsored. Other energy drinks are available. Yeah, but they're not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's one idea. Any more? Uh, I'm out. Uh, out. Okay. Um, so yeah, do email us um, and uh, we'll we'll send codes to the best um, examples that we read out next week. Make you happy. It's odds on OT. Looking forward to the darts this year at Ali Pally in North London. Always a great tradition. You've got to look again towards Adrian Lewis to defend the crown once more. Speaking of darts, I was playing wee darts the other day. Turns out you're not meant to use real darts. I went through 14 high-definition tellies. Looks like I'll have to turn over Rumbelows again. Keep your odds on. Odds on OD. Good to have him back, isn't it? It's so good. It's good to hear the word rumble <laughs> for a long time. Simon. Yes. What are you planning to review in the review section? Well, I wasn't this week? sure, actually. I've been playing Uncharted 3. And I thought maybe we should talk about that before we get to the review Uh-oh. section. So, I mean, we can leave it until the review section. No, we should talk about it now. Because we've been talking about it a lot recently, haven't we? Yeah. We've been having off-air discussions, Anne, that you've not been involved in. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. Because Simon uh, wanted to take issue with my score that I'd awarded to the game. If you're, listening, if you're a regular listener to One Life Left, uh, which is Europe's foremost radio show about video games and Justin Bieber occasionally, you will know that last week we gave Uncharted 3... It's lowest worldwide. Oh no, it was then the lowest worldwide uh, at score. At the time, the lowest the time. Wo- worldwide score. We gave it seven out of ten, mm, you know, uh, which just... which we were quite nervous about because Eurogamer previously had given it an eight out of ten. We're quite big we're, trouble. We're quite close to Eurogamer. We saw Roops the other night, didn't we? At the uh, party, with their dad, didn't they? Yeah, they got they gave it eight out of ten. It all it all kicked off, and and so when we wanted to give the game seven out of ten, we were a bit nervous about it, but we didn't you know, we didn't bulk at it and so I gave it a review, which I thought was quite positive, but yeah. said it is it has flaws in it, notably the satellite dish that points yeah. north. That is disgusting. So we gave it seven out of ten and then we met for one of our post show 
yeah, post-mortems, didn't we? Just uh, in, in the sauna. Go through. We just run through the, yes. the previous, <laughs> previous nights. <laughs> yeah, and it's we. There's been there's something going on with Uncharted. There there's is. something interesting going on, and we can't put our finger on it in the sauna because it seems to <laughs> <have been laughs> busy. It was very dark. <laughs> seems to split people, doesn't it? It really well, does. So I, I'm a, I didn't finish the first game. I finished the second game and loved it. It was very 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 excited about Uncharted 3. Now, um, yeah, so much, in the same way that, you know, right at the moment, I can't wait for Skyrim to drop through the letterbox and all that sort of stuff. So, like, wanted to love it. Um, and, yes, yeah, like playing it, and it's, it's, I mean, it's okay. It's got some amazing bits mm. in it, mm. right? That's without question. It's beautiful. The voice acting and motion capture in it are on a different level. I think so, yeah. definitely. And, um, but in that, but in, that, in the actual gameplay sense, it's just it left you cold. Yeah, I'm finding that it's actually proving to be quite a chore. I want to finish it because I haven't got to all the bits I know are coming. Um, mm-hmm. But I found the platforming to be, I mean, very straightforward. Um, odd things like um, just Drake jumping up against walls because you don't know where you're going, and it just he's got this really awkward jump animation and stuff. The combat's not brilliant. I, I, things, you know, Batman Arkham City has really moved things on in that in that department. Um, and I've died more times in Uncharted Three than I have done in any game for a long, long time. So much so that I've knocked it down to very easy, just so that I can get through it without any hassle. So but I am we were finish ad- it. We were advised that that's the way to play Uncharted Three. Well, we? to, to knock it down by Leo Tan, uh, he said. Play Uncharted 3 on the easiest difficulty level because the game is not about the action moments, no. but instead about the experience, about yes. being dragged through yeah. this narrative. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think that's maybe one of the reasons why it's splitting people so much is that everyone's had such exciting gameplay experiences of a slightly different nature in things like yeah, Arkham things, City yeah. that they are kind of like. It's slightly dissonant. They've gone to this experience which is never intended to be the same sort of game, and they're feeling let down by that comparison. Yeah, and uh, you know there are elements of Uncharted Three which are astonishing, better than you'll see in any other game. The set pieces are truly incredible. It's just the it's just the the the, the, the road between those set pieces can sometimes be a, seem a little mundane. But the interesting thing about it is that you and I, Steve Curran, do mm. not understand how it's got almost universal praise to the extent that when Simon Parkin dares to give it eight out of ten before it's come out he gets such it's, it's, it's astonishing such yeah and i suppose that that's from the tone set by the other reviews by the peer reviews who are in some ways pressured into giving it such a high score so who's putting the pressure on or, or actually it's not even about the score pressured into such high praise because that's what their readers want to hear so is it because but so we, we haven't seen this for a long time i mean sure when the in fact the, the, the cod reviews have probably gone live now but no one's going to really care about what it gets are they mm. are they i mean they're all you're either going to buy, buy that game yeah. now or not is it now? I, I've not seen a reaction like this for a long time. Now, is it because it's a platform exclusive? Did Gears of War get a similar thing? I think that Gears happens. of War is less divisive because Gears of War is it's a just less. Brown. <laughs> you either like brown or you don't. It's a less complicated game. Gears of War is basically Gallagher in a, th- a third-person combat game. Yep. You run into a room, you fight these these things, and then it gets more and more, you know, suffice. Uncharted tries to do a lot more things. It tries to, and you know, some of those sections in those games, the bits in Egypt, for example, are trying to do quite emotionally interesting things. And that pacing, I think, makes the game 
again, more divisive. Mm. It splits people more because you're either going to like, either you're going to love the combat bits and find the narrative bits a chore, or you're going to love the puzzle bits and find the combat bits a bit annoying. It tries to do so many things that even if you're a fan of one of those things, it's quite likely you'll get annoyed by one of the other two. Right. So combat, what, it's, it's narrative and puzzle. So you can't like two of the three? You can, potentially. Okay. There are, there are people. But that's kind of my point, that there are people I've seen who genuinely love that game. Who, and you can't tell someone, oh no, you don't like game, you're wrong. No, I completely agree, I completely agree. There are agree. people who love it, but I think that that's because they like all three of those elements. Whereas there are other people who go, yeah, I can't understand because I hate the combat thing. If Uncharted was less of a game, they would feel more strongly about it. Mm. Yeah, so I'll have to see. Okay, uh, Ollie and Phil, now, have you got any thoughts on this as professional developers? Have you noticed anything? It's an incredible achievement, uh, technically. It looks amazing, but uh, I feel it's just too linear. Right. There's I, no I, player choice anywhere, even in the combat, in the platforming. It's a set path, the guys spawn in set places, and the, the game cares more about its story and its characters than... Yeah, I, I, see, I don't have an issue with linearity. I once argued with Warren Spector about it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, name yeah. dropper. Thanks. <laughs> Who's done more for game Did you push him over? Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uh, I wasn't my, there. Yeah, exactly. Prior to my push. Tried, he face. just wouldn't topple. I would do now. Yeah, exactly. Low centre of gravity <laughs> on, on Spectre. Everybody knows that about him. Glad it's now now out in the open. Um, yeah, but linearity. I like it. It's good. It can sort of can, you know it has it can control what you experience a little bit better. But uh, it's it. I don't mind linear stories, and I don't have to have choices like Deus Ex. It's just I'd or like. Do you? I'd like choices. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like choices in combat areas. Okay. They're, you know, there's a, a real set way of doing each of those combat areas. We could talk about choice. this all. I have something I want to say about that, but I'm going to cut myself off. Okay. Uh, and play some music, and then we'll be back with a very, very quick review section. left on Resonance 104.4 FM and you will not believe what has just happened off air. We've carried on the, the discussion. We've been talking about <laughs> video games. That's unbelievable. God. 
So yeah. We are a show about video games. Uh, that was our discussion about Uncharted. It went on so long. We're really sorry if you listen to us for other reasons. Also, apologies to Anne who yeah, drifted off a bit there. Have you got any interest in playing it, Anne? You, I mean, Actually, you've obviously I seen... have, because I've heard so freaking much about it. I'm so like, sodding much. <laughs> so freaking much about it. Um, I'm a bit like... Well, oh, to be honest, yeah. it's not really my thing. Okay, well, maybe we can sort you out with a copy, and uh, we look forward to you your can, review. Yeah, maybe <laughs> your fifteen minutes of Uncharted Three yeah. next week. Talking of which, I suppose we should get on with the review section. Simon, what have you been playing, playing this week? Uncharted Three. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted Three is a sequel to Uncharted Two. Okay. And what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing. I don't know if we can say this. Is it what, stealth? Is it? That one. Stealth, that one. You know. It's the B word. Yeah, that one. Oh, right, okay. But, uh, but not the late, not like the, the girl dog thing. Byron. Yeah. Bieber. S- Stealth Byron. <laughs> Stealth Bieber. <laughs> Stealth Bieber. <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing Stealth Bieber, um, in which you have to be stealth. Um, and uh, so it's a free game. Uh, firstly, I really, really enjoyed it. It's brilliant. Um, but it's the first game that I have ever gone on. Like, they have leaderboards, and I've ever involved myself in the leaderboard. This has basically ruined the experience for me because the first level I was like, oh, I did that really slowly. I should try. I, I basically spent so long just doing the first level trying to get my um, time down to try and. Well, there was your problem because yeah. you spent so long. You meant to do it quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah, so I just spent so long jumping, jumping, Mm. jumping. Um, But, yeah, and once I got past that, it it got better. Um, I I wasn't very fast at all, and I I was put off a little bit by the leaderboards, but that's just me because I hate being reminded how rubbish I am. Does it have a leaderboard where you can just compete with your friends? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, it's everybody, everyone's in together. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I totally really enjoyed it, and it's excellent, and it's free, and you should get it. Okay. Done. Done with a score, baby. Seven out of ten, baby. Uh, Simon, do you have anything? Or, or no, no, I've literally just been playing on Charlie. It's, okay. I've got lots of games to get through. Okay, because it's busy, isn't it? Yeah, Skyrim's busy. coming up, and after that, <laughs> everything yeah. shuts down yeah. for a few months. Okay, I've been playing. Where is my heart? Which is on PSN. It's a PSN Plus. Uh, I don't know whether it's exclusive, but it's certainly free on PSN Plus at the moment. And that's why I played it, because every month, you know, PSN Plus comes out, it's like Christmas, you download the games that are free and you get excited, and usually they're quite good. I've, I've had really, really interesting experiences, and contrary to my expectation, I have, I would recommend becoming a member of PSN Plus. How much does it cost? I think it's about 40, 40 quid, 44 quid or something, mm. um, and there's usually special deals going on, but anyway, I, I became a, a member, I quite like that free game every month thing, and the discounts are good too, however... Where's my heart? Tiny PSN Mini. I had never played a PSN Mini before I got the PSN Plus, but it's encouraged me into this. Found lots and lots of interesting games. We talked about one a few weeks ago. Um, I think it's A Thousand Tiny Claws, it's called. Right. Where's My Heart is very, very similar in that it's a, it's a high-concept, simple arcade game. It's a platform game. But it's brilliant. And it made me feel um, something... Confusion? Or... Or it made me sick, I guess, in a way. That sound good. Yeah. (laughs) So it disoriented me a little. 
in a way a video game hasn't done within the first 10 minutes of playing it in a really really clever way it's a straight platform game with a twist and I'm not going to explain what the twist is because that would spoil it and I would like you the player to discover it for yourself but for two quid I think if it's not free right. uh, to you you cannot go wrong it's 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 an excellent excellent game for, for me as someone who doesn't um, who's not brilliant at games these days it got a bit hard for me a bit quickly um, but I would still pay that entry fee just to, just for those first sort of five levels. It's also obscenely cute. Seven out of ten. Boys, have you got anything to review? Yeah, I've been playing Dodon Patchy Resurrection. Right. Recently came out, put out by Rising Star. Uh, Japanese top-down shooter finally come to Europe on the 360. There's been a bunch of Dodon Patches on the Japanese 360. This is finally out. Very, very hard bullet hell shooter. Uh, I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to these games, so it's it's perfect. It's uh, it's hard, it's rewarding, it's skill-based. Always going for your score, always doing a little bit better. Uh, I'm just really glad that Rising Star have put out so many cave games. Excellent. Here. 7 out of 10. Phil? Uh, I've been playing a bit of Arkham City, which I'm pretty sure has been reviewed to death. But, uh, you know, I'm really enjoying it. it. It's not quite got the same uh, the same catch as Arkham, uh, Arkham Asylum for me. I really enjoyed that. I love that game. Arkham City, yeah, I'm enjoying it, but it's just not got quite the same flavour. But still, pretty good. Lovely combat. Amazing, amazing environment, but just missing something. I'm not sure what. But I'd say 7 out of 10. Good Thanks cool. very much. Okay, uh, Craig the Rage. It's 1998, and I'm staring up at 57 glow-in-the-dark stars stuck to the ceiling of the bedroom of Melissa Hodges. I'm 19 years old, and I've just lost my virginity and the only real friend I will ever have. I met Melissa when she came to my room in the Stompy McKetsy building at Lincoln University. I'd recently started making extra money by hiring out my spare PlayStation for £8 an evening, and Melissa offered me an extra pound to borrow my new copy of Resident Evil 2. Melissa was a tall, graceless chemistry student with sloped shoulders and quick, frightened eyes. She wore thin, wire-framed glasses and defiantly unfashionable, highly stonewashed jeans, which billowed around the crotch and tapered unflatteringly before coming to a halt an inch or so above the ankle. She began stopping round once or twice a week, and soon we were playing Resident Evil every evening, sipping from a shared two-litre bottle of Merry-Down cider and competing over whose parents were most disinterested in them as children. Her tangle of orthodontically unsalvageable teeth were a permanent reminder of the parental budgeting decision during her primary school years, which saw dental treatment sidelined in favour of a timeshare in Cyprus. She would always have the edge on me. For six months we were inseparable. Six months spent luxuriating in the baffling novelty of actual friendship. Six months spent studiously ignoring the fact that the skin on her shoulders was pale and flawless, and that every now and then I would catch a glimpse at her face as it softens momentarily from its fierce, zombie-annihilating squint of concentration, and my heart would stop as I saw how fantastically beautiful she was. On the night of her 19th birthday, I went round to her room with the PlayStation and a large bottle of cheap navy rum. We drank and played and talked on her bed, and suddenly her mouth was pressed clumsily against mine, and my hands, steadied by alcohol, were finding miraculous ways to unbutton and unclasp, and the incredible, the impossible was happening. And now I'm staring up at the 57 glow-in-the-dark stars, stuck to the ceiling of the bedroom of Melissa Hodges, as we lie together, two sweaty, pale, jangling bags of regret, catapulted from the senseless, drunken abandon of just moments ago, into cold, sober, horribly corporeal consciousness, acutely aware of each millimetre of exposed skin, each area where our bodies touch. 
the ringing silence broken only by the weirdly amplified click of saliva in our parched throats. Without a word, I rise to my feet and dress. Without a word, we pass each other in the corridor the next day. Craig the Rage McCullen. Good stuff. Simon, hi. As Jen left, did you see her mutter into her watch? No. What did she say? She said, the mouse has fallen. (laughs) The eagle is departing. Wow. Actually... She didn't say departing, she said the eagle is cycling. <laughs> Which struck me as a bit of a weird thing for an eagle to do. Well, it takes all sorts on the bike show, doesn't it? I know, I wonder. Mm. I, wo- I wonder how this plot line's going to resolve itself. <laughs> well, I doubt she'll be back next week, will she? On the bike show. She's <laughs> certainly not coming here again. I found her rude mm. and nosy, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah well, she just did what you were up to she on your desk. I'm taking notes. Yeah. Ollie and Phil, thank you ever so much for coming in. Thank you for having us. Uh, so we can find One Tom Fifty One on the App Store now. Yep. yep. Go and buy it, mm-hmm. please, for the love of God. And we're going to see some more games from you, hopefully. Hopefully in the oh, future. Yeah. How, what, when, roughly? Because uh, yeah, Simon hasn't got all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're working out what the next thing is. Okay. Whether we, we do something similar or whether we do something different, uh, but the ideas we have are very exciting. Well, you'd be welcome back on the show. I'll take thank you up you. on that. Do <laughs> do. It's not an empty promise. <laughs> Getting a bit aggressive, I <laughs> do. I will. Come on. We can blow off more than game's supposed to be on, but oh, not, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, next he, week we're going to be talking about singing. He's not welcome. He is welcome. He's very... After, after giving the prize to... Oh, yeah. Actually, well, no, that's why he's coming on. Is it? Oh. He thinks he's coming on to talk about his games. He's not. He's coming <laughs> on to about how he disgraced himself. Yeah, but more of that next week. Yeah, look let's assume to it. that's a let's assume that's a teaser for next week's episode of One Life Left, rather than something horrendously unprofessional. <laughs> I'm also going to be reviewing War of the Worlds. <laughs> Coming next month. It's true, and we are very excited about it. Okay, see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs>